0: Hello and welcome to the Advance Conversations about News and the Mid America Union Conference of the Seventh-day Adventist Church. I'm Pablo Colindres, Digital Media Manager at the MAUC. This week I talked to Chris Blake author, educator, and communicator. We chat about AdventistChurchWelcomingStatements.org, an initiative to inform and aid local congregations in creating a welcoming statement that reflects the kind of church we ought to be.
1: Uh, Yeah, I'm Chris Blake, and um, I am... I think officially a professor emeritus now uh, at Union College Communications and English. So I retired this past summer. Um, But it's really a um, career change. So I'm doing basically full-time writing in different areas. And today we're going to talk about one project uh, that just uh, really has me excited uh, that I've been working on. Mm -hmm. so with some friends
0: yeah yeah Yeah. so uh and and we'll get into this a little bit but what else have you been working on anything else in the world? oh yeah uh working
1: on a yeah worked on a working on a book uh uh, at least one and (laughs) uh and working on uh uh, you know some local church stuff so worked on uh, uh getting mission and vision statements going and and values statements and then uh, worked on something for a North American division on Sabbath schools uh, called Missions of Mercy, where Sabbath schools in local churches um, enable people to leave a worship service and go out and serve the community. Okay. It's one of these crazy, wild, radical notions that I got from uh, Jesus of Nazareth, which is right. uh, put your faith into action. That Jesus really doesn't talk much about going to synagogue or church. He's talking about how to live out um, the kingdom life in the community. Mm-hmm. So, and this is what we talked about
0: last time you were here yeah. in that video. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So this is the big your big project, I guess. Now, or something you've been focusing on.
1: It is something I've been focusing on. It's called Adventist Church welcoming statements org. It's a website. Okay. And this is a website for people to look at and to see, get ideas, examples of welcoming statements in Adventist churches. And so I'll define terms a little bit here. Okay. okay? Yeah please. Um, a welcoming statement is basically the face of your church. It's what it's what people see before they even get to your mission and vision and values and all these other statements, mm-hmm. or who the pastor is uh, uh, optimally, they should see a welcoming statement so they know, is this church for me? Am I uh, welcomed here? Or um, is this basically just an exclusive club that meets you know, every week or so? And it's not really for me. So, um, welcoming statements have been around for quite a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, Adventist churches have not used them as, uh, as frequently or as, uh, as widely as uh, other churches. Uh, just uh, the genius, though, Pablo, of, of the Adventist church is that we are really built from the, from the bottom up. Okay. A lot of people don't get that, um, but um, and by that you
0: mean that um, congregations really have the ownership of their own right. community, right? Yeah, they
1: have ownership of of who the members are in mm-hmm. their in their church. There have been times when, uh, for example, the General Conference didn't want somebody to be a member of the church. I'll well, name names: Des Ford. General Conference said, "No, you need to disfellowship him," and the local church for more than a decade, said, no, he's one of ours. And there's nothing that the GC or the conference or the union can do to change that. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's also the case that uh, local churches decide their own climate. Right. What kind of a climate do we have here? Is it an inclusive, welcoming climate? Um, and uh, unfortunately, you know, you know, you always have uh, the good side and the bad side of strengths. <laughs> the bad side of the strength is local churches can decide if they're going to be uh, exclusive, if they're going to be... Um, Picky, so to speak. Yeah. If, if they're going to be repellent is a is word. Oh, that's another word. Yeah. 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 If they're going to repel people because of our behavior, because of our mindset. I was, I was working on, uh, in a committee, and talking about how people are reached now and people are reached best and widest uh in a a broad capacity digitally Mm you know uh you know like for example this might be a new concept to you pablo but podcasts are pretty uh uh, pretty good these days right i've heard about those yeah yeah you might have and so uh so if we're going to do something that's that has a really far-reaching influence uh getting getting online is is the best way to do it and as I was talking it occurred to me that that concept needs to take root with our local churches and the climates that we uh, present to people on the outside
0: mm-hmm okay and uh, um, did you uh, implement this uh, in, in a local level first What are the early versions of this how oh, did this look oh, oh
1: yeah yeah well this concept uh, ba- basically the implementation is just the website which people can access at Adventist Church welcoming Well
0: I guess what I'm asking is what is your experience with these welcoming statements uh, where was, was the first time that you saw you right. thought hey this is a good idea
1: yeah yeah the first time I, I saw this was was uh, actually in a church uh, dialoguing about what kind of welcoming statement they wanted. And in that dialogue, in that conversation, so many things came up about the church and about what kind of church they wanted to be. And, uh, you know, it doesn't matter uh, in the in the end if you've got a wonderful welcoming statement, if people in the church aren't welcoming. Right, you know? they don't live by it. Yeah. yeah. So, but... But what having a welcoming uh, statement does is it enables us to point to it and say, hey, no, 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 no. We don't do that here. We don't shun people here. We don't repel them. We don't ostracize them. We don't uh, uh, select on the basis of uh, what color they are or what sexual orientation they are or how young they are. We don't do that here. Everybody's welcome. And... And if you can point to something in writing, and by the way, that's, I believe, the reason we have the Bible is so that we can point to something and say, no, this is what we have to do right uh-huh. here. And so I saw that in action. And I think more to the point uh, for me uh, as a galvanizing uh, kind of a catalyst was frustration. Okay. You know, with... with. Uh, Uh, people, friends and loved ones, relatives who have not found a welcoming presence in an Adventist church, a local Adventist church. Mm -hmm. And so that frustration for me, I deal with my frustration by taking action. I'm an activist at heart. And so I deal with that stress by uh, doing something about it. And this was something that could happen. And I feel like uh, when people get online, they will also find ways to do something as well.
0: Okay. Yeah. So let's talk about the uh, the welcoming statement then. Yeah. Okay. Let's. Do um, you have uh, a, maybe a sample of what one might look like? I know, on your website here you have um, a couple points you can do. You can. Go after to yeah. to create your welcoming statement, right? That's right. So, yeah, we so. do.
1: We do get into that, and and actually, uh, Pablo, this is all in line with Adventist theology and practice. It's all through our church already. Okay. It's not like we're making something up. Uh, and in fact, at the start of the uh, website, there are five statements from the Seventh-day Adventist Church, where the Adventist Church has officially encouraged welcoming all people. Okay. And there are far more than these five, but these are five examples. And they come from uh, uh, North American Division. They come from Ellen White books. They come from the Church Manual. come from Fundamental Beliefs. And all of them say the Adventist Church welcomes all people, you know, Right. So, so if anybody has a problem with this concept, take it up with the Adventist church, right? <laughs> right, it's, yeah. it's in our, it's, it's, it's in another That's right. It's, right, it's in our DNA. Right. So, so, so that's, and of course it's all through scripture as well. Uh, in Revelation twenty two seventeen, the spirit and the bride say, come, let everyone who hears say, come, let everyone who is thirsty come, let anyone who wishes take the water of life. As a gift, in the King James version, those are the whosoever, whosoever will, mm-hmm. and so um, opening the doors and using Scripture to do that is uh, is what the website starts with. Okay. And, and I think I'm going to I'm, I'm going to I have it in front of me, so I'm going to read. Okay. Uh, a paragraph that follows those five statements, Pablo. Okay. In practice, however. Evidence churches at times have been exclusive and repellent. We have closed doors to people who didn't behave like us, or think like us, or look like us. We have cared more about being right than about being kind. We have confused acceptance with agreement. We have been too motivated by fear. We have turned away thirsty seekers of the free water of life. And so then we get into uh, how this is the time to be more intentional concerning the openness and warmth of our local church climates okay. and giving the church a face. Uh, also, one more quote I'll get to. Uh, it was said of Jesus, This man welcomes sinners and eats with them. That's how Jesus was known. Right. And fortunately, sinners includes every one of us. It's not them. It is us, and it is I as well. He lived and died with his arms open wide to, to everyone in love, and uh, then there's a a list of churches, and.
0: and, uh, Yeah, we'll get to some of those. We're gonna get to that. Yeah, um, but you want
1: an actual. Well, well,
0: well, first of all, uh, what what I I guess what I. uh, Before we get into the 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 welcoming statements, um, if. The welcoming statements are so embedded into the scriptures that we read every day, official statements by the church and all that. Why do you think it's important for us to have these statements? Well,
1: it's important, especially now, because some people will never darken our church doors. They will just look at us online to figure out if they want to show up, if they want to visit, if they want to come. And so what do we get, what are we offering people online that shows the, the gracious uh, nature of Christ? But
0: Here's the thing, though. We're so good at doing statements.
1: Yeah. Right.
0: Um, do we really need another one?
1: I don't think we're good at statements. I don't think local churches are. I think administrators are. Okay. Well, local churches are not good at statements. Well, Local churches wrestle with it, they argue, they complain, sometimes there are divisions that take place in a church.
0: Well, then we're, if we're not so good at them, why, why do you think this would be different?
1: Because the conversation is what matters. Okay. Because it's the conversation that changes churches. Without the conversation, change doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, you might have heard this before, communication is the key to life. And so as a result of communication, and this is, of course, how Jesus interacts with us through the Holy Spirit, without communication, there's no life. Mm -hmm. And that communicating within and without the church is what's important.
0: All right. Okay, so let's let's take a look at some of these. I I picked some up from the website. Uh, This is um, a church in New York that has a welcoming statement. Uh, I thought this was like a, an example of a good welcoming statement. Okay. So, um, just, just I'm just gonna read the the first sentence here. Yeah. It says, you Worship, push it. Worshiping God together is an opportunity to meet one another as we meet the God who welcomes us all. Yeah. And then it goes on uh, to talk about the church's beliefs, um, the, the the vision they have for the church, and their values. Uh, one of the sentences at the end near the end says, "We value diversity because we are all reflections of God's image." An essential part of a church story. Yeah. yeah. Yes. So, uh, talk to me about what they what what they did right, for example.
1: Well, yeah, this one, and, and uh, um, you know, this is all coming from from me. What I think they did right, uh, what they think they did right, is is this reflects their church climate. Mm-hmm. And so they came up with it. What they did right, I think, is they came up with a, a statement that mirrors who their church is. Okay. You know? Yeah. Um, and so they personalized it. That's that's important. Yeah, that's one of your points here. Yeah, and, right. Yeah. Um, and, and, and that's good. What they also do here is they enable people to feel... Um, you know, if I could use this term, uh, precisely welcomed, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, if you show up to somebody's house and the first thing you're greeted with is, uh, uh, you know, uh, we really don't like it. If you, whatever it is, mm-hmm. you don't feel welcomed. You know, if you have to take off your shoes, you know, wait a little bit. Yeah. You know? Okay, Yeah. Well, maybe that's something that matters, but is it the first thing we have to, we have to say to people? So um, with this statement, uh, that, that emphasis on diversity, we value diverse, diversity, it's also saying, to me, valuing there is, is something more than tolerating. It's about celebration, mm-hmm. that we're stronger because we're different, and the differences bring out the strengths and yeah. um, and that's that's a good.
0: Uh, I think yeah, I think some of the the key words I saw just yeah. even just skimming through the the, the statement, I yeah. I, I didn't read it in depth, but I just skimming it. Yeah. You know, there's there's words like uh, practice this way of being. Yeah. There's words like reconciliation, welcome, healing for everyone. Yeah. Uh, you are welcome here. They say welcome. You're welcome here a couple different times. Yeah. And the, the best thing I found was this is their homepage.
1: That's it's right. Easy to find. Oh, it's yeah. right up front. Mm-hmm. Right up front, yeah, it's wonderful. Uh, there's some that uh, you got to dig and dig to find it, and uh, this one is uh, yeah has a lot of good aspects. Yeah,
0: here's here's another one. This one yep. did take a little digging. Yep. Uh, this is from a church in Dallas, Texas. Yeah. Um, and it it takes a little digging, uh, yep. because it's it's not really a welcoming statement. It's part of their, of their uh about us page. That's right. But um. It's it, it does come up at the end of the of the, of the of the About Us page. But That's it right. says, uh, In the end, uh, Dallas First Church exists to provide a place of belonging where people from all walks of life can grow and develop and where they can be connected to God. Um, it, 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 it's, it's not as thought out as the one in New York. That's right. And it, like I said, it's a little hard to find. Um, what are some ways you think they could improve?
1: Well, uh, yeah, having it uh, right on the first page Mm -hmm. is is, uh, the best, I think. Having it more targeted, you know, with, with the churches even that are right now on the website that we're using as examples, my belief is that some of them will take a second look. They'll look at some of the other examples and they'll say, you know, I think we could be a little more focused and targeted and proactive about this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I'm hoping that, that that conversation continues and the education continues and that the list continues to grow as well. Okay. But uh, uh, if you're looking for such a place, you found it, welcome home. That's a nice, that's a, a nice yeah. personalized way of, mm-hmm. of saying, you know, to say that it's your home, if you desire, whosoever will. That, that's nice.
0: Yeah, okay. um, I'm gonna go through another one later, but okay. uh, I I, I, I want to focus on the way that these, at least you uh, you guys put in the website, uh, and how they should be written, and I think that it's super important. Uh, your first point here, the question is before crafting a welcoming statement, and it involves the community. Yes, is your congregation happily open to having all people attend worship? And then you go and answer if yes or if no. Um,
1: Yeah, and and we're, of course, really intentional about the wording there as well. Happily open, sometimes uh, open and grudgingly so. But this is, we we are happily open to inviting all people to uh, participate. And, And... and, you know, uh, in the Adventist Church, there, there are three levels of participation. Mm-hmm. There, there is just attendance, participating attendance. And officially, we are to welcome everybody in that way. Then there is membership, and then there is leadership. So there are three levels. We can understand how people would uh, differ in, in what, uh, what level Somebody has to reach to be a member or to be, for example, a church elder. Mm -hmm. Okay? But when it comes to participating, everyone is welcome. And we have to be clear on that. If we're not clear on that, we're missing everything. Right. Um, Now, some people might say, well, I remember we had to exclude one person because, you know, whatever it was. Those Mm -hmm. are... Those are, um, um, you know, those are times when we, uh, when we say, okay, well, this is, this is not the rule. This is, this is the, uh, what's the word? The exception to the rule. Right. The exception to the rule. And building something based on exceptions is, is not an exceptional way to go for (laughs) it. So so if yes, if your church prayerfully says yes, we, we want to accept all people, and uh, once again, acceptance does not mean agreement, mm-hmm. uh, then um, then you're ready for a welcoming statement. And this is a call to spend time with your congregation, discipling uh, them and... And putting forth a welcoming statement. If they say no, it's a time to uh, spend time with your congregation, uh, discipling them in the ministry of hospitality, so that that hospitality, the core of of who we are, uh, comes through uh, yeah, the church statement. You know,
0: either uh, the website is clear in saying that sometimes we have not been able, have, we have not reflected. That's right. That
1: um,
0: yeah. um, I, I don't think we need to go into examples either. No, no. But, um, <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know, they're, they're too painful anyway. Yeah, we, we all know people who've been uh, excluded, driven away, and, and uh, sad. Yeah, and
0: some people will argue, though, uh, but we are a welcoming church.
1: Mm-hmm. And, you know, there's
0: no need for this yeah. because we are a welcoming church.
1: Yeah, let me let me hit on a couple of those because okay. uh, uh, it's easy to say that. But what we need to do is is to actually ask people uh, what 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 this reminds me of, Pablo is is uh, oftentimes uh, we call meetings like say uh, let's have a let's have a meeting at uh, seven o'clock on Monday night, mm-hmm. and so uh, so people show up, and at the end of the meeting, this question is often asked. Is this a good time for everybody? Right. Yeah. So the people were asking, it's obviously a good time because they're there. they're there. But we're not asking the people who weren't there, who couldn't come, who didn't show up. So the thing is not to ask the people who are coming to church, <laughs> are we a welcoming church? Mm-hmm. Ask other people. Ask the people who uh, are not coming. Are we a welcoming church?
0: That requires us leaving the, our, yeah. our safe zone.
1: Oh, that's scary stuff. It's almost, <laughs> almost like uh, modeling what Jesus did when he mm. came to this planet. Yeah, so you you mean, leaving the safe zone.
0: So you mean we, there's church to be done outside the church building?
1: One of my favorite mottos I saw in a van here in Lincoln, and it said, the church has left the building. I love yeah. that concept, you know. The church is people. So, for example, uh, I'll, I'll refer to a, uh, uh, a few paragraphs here. Okay? Yeah, from so the okay? website, right? Yeah. yeah, from the website. Um, for example, in the Seventh-day Adventist Church, there are no black churches or white churches or brown churches. People of any skin color can be an intrinsic part of any Adventist church. Otherwise, it's not really Adventist. Now, if you want to say it's primary, the people... The members are primarily black or primarily white or brown. That's okay. But to say it's a black church, no. To say it's a white church, no. Mm -hmm. That's that's outside of the bounds of Adventism, you know. Does our church welcome and include in the life of the church all ethnicities? So ask an ethnicity that's different from the majority of your church, do you feel welcome in this church? Mm -hmm. Here's another one. What about others on life's margins? The divorced, the shut-ins, the chronically depressed, new mothers, smokers and drinkers, the ones existing from paycheck to paycheck, the cynical, the tattooed, the tactless, the hopeless. Do they know they are loved unconditionally and welcomed absolutely? I had a friend who said, the sweetest incense in a church Sanctuary, to me, is the smell of cigarette smoke. Mm. Because I know that that person is there and feels welcome.
0: Yeah.
1: Right. Yeah. It's a nice concept. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Here's another example. Do your church leaders agree that in the eyes of God, your lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender friends are equal in value to straight people? So what we need to do is ask an LGBT-plus person?
0: Do you feel like you're equal?
1: Are we a welcoming church? Ask them. You'll get an answer, you know? You'll find out if they know anything about you. How about youth? To what degree are young people vitally involved? Research shows that congregations with high levels of youth involvement are the ones most likely to be growing. Do young people who come from their own culture You know, this is really kind of like missionary work. I I still believe that, to interact with young people because their culture is is so different from the culture that I live in, Mm -hmm. generally. Uh, Do they feel unabashedly welcome? Are they given ample responsibility, creative input, and trust? You know, if we turned over our technology to our young people in local churches, ooh, that's some good stuff. <laughs> that is good stuff.
0: Okay, so our our theme for this year here at the Outlook is building the body of Christ. Um, I like to think of it more as building our community. Yeah, you know, same thing, but it, it just you know, right. the, It it it's a little
1: the body metaphors. It has some yeah, it's a little jargony yeah. to me. Yeah.
0: Uh, yeah. Bu- building up our community.
1: Mm-hmm. Yes, you know,
0: and uh, um, I think like, like what we, like we've read already the your focus on making sure that the church is is a huge is, is the most important part of this welcoming statement right In what ways do you think that this dialogue should happen at your church?
1: Yeah it needs to happen openly you know not not just behind closed doors I think people need to have input. Uh, I go to a church with you know 2,300 members. It's tough to have them all give input, but we did. We enabled people to give input at different levels. You know, here's mm-hmm. what I'm looking for. Here's what we want. And then, then we keep uh, uh, keep sharing so that people feel ownership, real ownership. I'm really tired of hearing about a sense of belonging. I want actual belonging.
0: Mm-hmm. I don't
1: want a sense of belonging, you know? Right. Uh I don't want a sense of acceptance. I want actual acceptance. So, um, so getting people to where uh, this conversation is authentic and also to understand that if we disagree, that's not the end of the world.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know? um, that there are some things um, that are just a matter of opinion or taste uh, for example church music right mm-hmm. uh yeah you know churches have split on, on on music i i stand in church and i sing uh songs uh, some of the times i'm thinking yeah, i don't really care much for that song but i look across the sanctuary somebody else is singing it for all their worth. i take yeah this one's not for me Part of this welcoming statement is enabling churches to grow up, Mm -hmm. you know? If we go into a restaurant and I don't like Brussels sprouts and it's on the menu, I don't say, hey, 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 take that off the menu, you know? I'm eating here, (laughs) but that's what we do in church, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah, yeah, you're eating here, you're worshiping here, and the Brussels sprouts are for somebody else. It's not about you, it's not about me, it's about us. So that community you're talking about is occasionally you just sit back and say, yeah, this one's not for me. This isn't my word, this isn't my taste, and I really like this, this one, this one I like, so I'm gonna go after it. That conversation, enabling that conversation authentically to take place that's the good stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: So what you, what is what is the end goal? What what do you want to see happen with this project? Yeah. Maybe not an end goal, maybe it's an ongoing goal, nah, I think no my But it's what is it that you want to see happening?
1: Yeah. Well, I want uh, you know, I'll give you a few levels of goals, okay? Okay. Right now we're starting off with 21 churches in this list. Mhm. I'd like to see it you know, uh, go up exponentially, that list. I'd like to see and hear about churches that, um, that access this website, that get ideas from what other churches have done, and say, yeah, I'd like to take this from this one and this from this one, and let's add our own slant here and make it ours so that we have this identity. And this identity is welcoming to all people, all people. Um, I'd like to have you know, you now here's where we get cliche. I'd like to have my church be an open door to humanity.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Now, frankly, we can't fit humanity in the church. We can't. We can't fit humanity inside our buildings. It's impossible. We can't build buildings fast enough. So really what we're about is sending the church out into humanity. Really it's about a focus not on, not just on getting people to come into the building, but about sending people out into communities with the welcoming mindset of Jesus Christ. And at that point, when you've got that, that Courage of unconditional love. Then miracles happen. Mm. You know, even if they never step foot inside a building, that's where the good stuff happens. That's the end goal: is to take Jesus into the world.
0: Yeah. Okay. Um, so, what are what are the steps that we're taking to get there? And obviously, this is the first step. Yeah. Um, when does this launch? Um, Today. So today. Today's the launch. Okay.
1: Yeah. Yeah, this is it. Uh, February 26th. Uh-huh.
0: So, okay, so, again, so what are the steps we're taking to to that goal?
1: Well, you know, we've, we've sent out a, a press release uh, today to, to, you know, and we've got churches, you know, as far away as Australia uh, that are on the list. We've got churches that are already really welcoming, full welcoming churches, and they don't have a statement. I'm kind of hoping that they will they will match their actual climate with the statement, whereas others have maybe a statement but don't actually have the climate to go with it. Mm-hmm. So we have some uh, some uh, synchronicity there. I would. Uh, uh, oh, we also sent out uh, for social media purposes uh, ways to get it out from. Email to Twitter to all sorts of things. I think I don't think we went Instagram, but uh, you know we've mm-hmm. got we've got a few different Exemplos, social medias. Yeah, yeah, and, and in doing this we spread the word and people. We're hoping people start talking about, uh, you know, the ultimate uh, goal. And I and I know I know this because I've already heard it. Is not just to have a statement although the process of getting the statement is incredibly important, the ultimate goal is to reflect uh, Jesus in our churches. That's the ultimate goal. And to love each other as Jesus loved us, you know, the 11th commandment that we sometimes leave out. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, So those are the steps we're taking.
0: It's a contact form at the bottom of the website. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Plenty of mentoring you think will happen what happens if i if i yeah. send an email to that contact yeah
1: you send an e- email you will get a response uh that i hope addresses uh your concern or your question you know we're, we're uh, actively engaged and we have people that will get back to you on that and we're also you know fallible human beings so you know we might you might not be 100 percent happy but let me know next time you're 100% happy with, uh, you know, any entity. <laughs> All right. Yeah. I'm excited about it. I, I think it has potential to literally change the climate in local churches. And whenever that happens, I think God's smiling.
0: Mm-hmm. All right. Well, is uh, there anything, maybe you want a, a 30-second plug of your, of oh, your website. <laughs>
1: Well, the name of it again is Adventist Church Welcoming Statements. dot org, and, and I had had somebody say, couldn't you get a more elegant uh, uh, title for your URL? More concise uh, one, yeah. Yeah, and, and uh, I said no. Uh, <laughs> you know, we could be creative and do something like you know Adventist Lit. Or woke adventism, or, oh, no. or you see what's happening. That's why we don't do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It well, gets too hokey. <laughs> yeah. Or how about this one? This is one I came up with. Uh, uh, Gracious goodness, no balls of fire. You <laughs> See, it's just uh, working off the Jerry Lee Lewis uh, song. But no, we're not going to do that. We're just laying it out the way it is. That's the name of it. You know where to go. It's easy to remember, and we don't want to get too cute. If you get on, uh, listener, uh, and you've made it all the way to the end of this uh, this long podcast, uh, and you uh, get online, uh, yeah, you can contact us uh, and read about it. at dot org or dot com, either one. Okay, all awesome.
0: Right. Thank you for taking time out of your schedule to to come and talk to me about this. Um, I'd love to talk to you again sometime, hopefully. <laughs> Always a
1: pleasure. Yeah, maybe we'll, we'll come back and say, how's it been, you know, maybe uh, uh, a year or two years later and see see where we are with Sounds this. Sounds good. Yeah. All right. Thank you so much. Thank you.
0: Thank you for listening to The Advance. Please join us next time.